You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Welcome to episode 70 of the Blended Family Podcast. How are you all doing? We're gearing up for spring break here in Florida, but we don't have anything special planned, just the usual work schedule for us. The special offer for the double Skype session is now closed. If you missed it and you're interested in coaching at a later date, you can email me and I will add you to a list so you'll be the first to know when I open that up again. I'm thinking at least not until about July. I'll announce here when I'm ready and also on the monthly newsletter, which actually you'd get notified on first. Now, the contest for the newsletter giveaway is still going on through the end of this month, after which I will be picking two winners to receive one of my favorite books, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. If you are already subscribed, that means you are already entered into the contest. If not, go on over to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe to join It's free, you'll get a little quiz, and you'll be entered into the giveaway. If you're wondering what my newsletter is, it's just a monthly update on the shows and any other important news or announcements that I make. Just like last week, I announced that I was doing that special coaching Skype deal. I keep them relatively short. I know you don't have time to read lengthy emails, so I will announce the winners of the newsletter giveaway on April 4th. So you still have about, I don't know, a week to two weeks to do that. On that April 4th show, we are going to answer your questions. So if you have a question you want me to read on the show, please send it to me now at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. I also take questions from our private Facebook group as well. And if you're not part of that group, you can find us at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. Or if you'd rather call me and leave your question over voicemail, it's speakpipe.com slash blendedfamilypodcast. I know I just gave you a whole bunch of links, so don't worry. All the links are always in the show notes, or you can get to it right from my website, which of course is blendedfamilypodcast.com. So that's all for my announcements. I know that was kind of a lot. Let's get into today's topic. Be a supportive partner. I think we can all agree that we would like our partner to be supportive to us. One of the reasons we enter into a serious relationship is because we want someone by our side who encourages us and who offers help emotionally. It's easy to say we're going to support our partner, but when the going gets rough, it's not always easy to follow through on that. But if we really want our relationship to grow and thrive, we really need to learn how to best support our partner, especially in the bad times. That's when we need it the most. It's simple to be supportive when everything's going our way, but when things are bad, we tend to get a little selfish, maybe because we're uncomfortable with the way things are. In a blended family, it's really important to support one another. We already know the struggles that we face in a blended family home. 
We've got outside interference, mostly from exes. We have kids who may or may not like their step-parent. We can have step-siblings fighting. If you and your partner don't support each other, your blended family will fall apart. And you need to be the glue that holds everything together. Lack of support will drive you apart quickly. So what are the areas that we need to be supportive to our partner? And the first area, which is pretty obvious, I want to discuss is parenting. We can help our partner here by being their backup and standing as a parenting team with them. And I always talk about the importance of a unified front. If you don't have that, the kids will outsmart you in a second. Even if you don't agree, you never disagree in front of the kids. Kids are so manipulative. And with a parent and a step-parent, they have an angle. And the kids need to know that they can't work that angle with you. If one of you makes a rule or administers a punishment, the other parent needs to stand behind that 100%. Now, it's totally okay if you don't agree. Being a supportive partner does not mean you just agree with whatever your partner says and does. It's actually the opposite. Our partner can be our greatest teacher, but it's all in the way we communicate. And also, part of being a supportive partner with parenting is helping the other parent emotionally when parenting moments are painful. So when you're blended, you aren't always going to have the same emotional bond and attachment with a stepchild as with a bio child. Of course, this all depends on the length of time you're together, but sometimes your partner might go through something painful about their own bio child, and even though you may not feel the severity of the pain as they do, you still need to support them through this and understand what kind of pain they're going through. And this can mean anything from an illness to a physical injury to a mental condition, car accident, or even an argument or estrangement. These are all painful things as a parent to go through. And sometimes children can drain energy. And maybe your partner is going through something and you're feeling neglected because your partner is exhausted and dealing with things. You still need to be supportive. and You'd want the same in return. So emotional support is huge. And last here in this section, support in general parenting responsibilities. Kids are a lot of work and teamwork is key. You both need to do the things you need to do to keep the house running smoothly. Kids need fed, bathed, and hundreds of other things each and every day. And if you're sitting back watching your partner do it all because either you don't want to help or you feel it's not your job, well, then that's not being supportive. And if you're a step parent, get on in there and help out. Ask your partner how you can help. Don't be afraid to get in the trenches, even if you feel unsure of yourself. Parenting is the hardest job in the world. I truly believe that. And I give credit to all the single parents in this world. I know. I did it too for a while. But it's so much easier with a partner. And I can honestly say, I don't know what I would have done without Sean. We had some parenting moments that were rough. And I remember several times where I just looked at him and said, please help me. I'm lost on this one. So sometimes you just need to know that that person is there. Sometimes you need reassurance that you're doing the right thing. 
when you don't know what choice to make. And sometimes when it's really painful, you need that shoulder to cry on. Parenting is the area that I am most concerned with all of you learning how to support one another in a blended family. Uh, Let's see, what not to do. Do not undermine your partner in front of the kids. Whatever they said should stick. Do not try and make the kids like you by doing something that your partner wouldn't agree with. Do not say to your partner who's going through a difficult time with their child, what's the big deal or why are you even upset about this? You need to validate their feelings. This is their child. Do not act selfish. Being supportive means that sometimes kids have to come first, even if that means canceling your date night or your plans. Do not say, I told you so. If your partner handles something and it goes badly, please do not say, I told you so. No one wants to hear that. And it really doesn't matter at this point. Those are all things not to do if you're trying to be a supportive partner when it comes to parenting. Okay, let's move on to the next area, working or business life. The first way to be supportive here is to get interested in your partner's work. Maybe you know the ins and outs of their business and maybe you don't, but try to take an interest in what they do for most of their day. If your partner is starting a new business, that is very stressful. Sean and I know that firsthand because we have dealt with that several times over. New businesses require extra time and they will surely need your support in understanding that time will be taken away from the family temporarily until things get underway with the new business. Some jobs are very emotionally draining, such as therapists, doctors, and police or emergency work. If you're with someone in a field like that, you need to be emotionally supportive when they come home. They might need to decompress or even talk about their day. Some of you might have a partner whose boss is terrible and they might need to come home and vent their frustrations. When it comes to this stuff, It's pretty interesting. Men and women deal with things very differently. So a woman may come home from work upset and most likely just wants to vent to her partner, get it off her chest, and she'll feel better. And men, she doesn't want a solution to the problem. She just wants someone to sit and listen, and then she'll feel better. Now, a man will come home and possibly not want to talk at all. Maybe he'll want to be alone because he won't want to burden his partner with his problems. Even though that's not the case, that's what he's going to be thinking. And this is just typical, men are from Mars, women are from Venus material. But it's true. Be supportive of your partner's work relationships. Obviously, barring anything inappropriate, but understand that your partner may work closely with other people at their job. What not to do if you want to be supportive here. Do not get angry at your partner if they had to work a little late. They probably already feel stressed about that. Do not jump on them with a chore list when they walk in the door. Give them a few minutes to settle in. Do not push them to talk about their day if they don't want to. You can let them know that you're available whenever they're ready. And do not get jealous over work relationships That will frustrate your partner who has no choice but to be around these people at work. Next, lifestyle. What I mean here by lifestyle is 
really any hobbies or outside activities that your partner likes or outside friendships. So how can we support our partner here? If there's something that brings your partner joy, you want to support that. We shouldn't take it personal if our partner likes something outside of our relationship. And sure, you can both maybe find something that you enjoy together, and that's great, but most of us don't all like the same things. As long as your partner isn't taking advantage of time, meaning if they're spending a reasonable time nurturing something they love, then that should be encouraged. When your partner feeds their desire, they'll come home energized and joyful. And this could be anything. It could be painting, hiking, tennis, book club, Zumba, football, anything. Anything that they enjoy outside of the family, it's okay. As far as outside friends, again, you may have friends as a couple, but you may also have your own friends separately. Now, I'm not saying you need to have a girl's or a guy's night out, but maybe a woman wants to sometimes go grab a coffee and a pedicure with a girlfriend, or maybe a man wants to go play some golf with a buddy or watch a game at a sports bar. It should be mutual, though, not where one partner is constantly skipping out with friends while the other sits home taking care of responsibilities. But be supportive of your partner's friendships as long as they aren't detrimental. You know, if it's reasonable time away, then that should be all right. What not to do here? Do not tell your partner they're wasting their time on something they feel passionate about. Do not get jealous of your partner's friends. They aren't there to replace you. And do not give your partner ultimatums regarding their friends or hobbies. And so the last area here that you can be supportive to your partner is personal development. This is something of your partner's life or personality that they are trying to improve on. This could be anything, but some examples might be trying to quit smoking, uh, trying to be a better parent, working on their spirituality, working on social skills, even things like becoming more organized or to stop procrastinating. So you see, anything that your partner is trying to improve in themselves, and it makes sense that you'd want to be supportive when it comes to this. They're trying to become a better person. You want to support that. And the easiest way to do it is to just be encouraging to them when you see them succeed. Notice when they do something that sets them on the right track. Now, holding them accountable is another way to show support. But don't do this unless they've asked you to. So for instance... Let's say they're on a diet and they ask you to help them stay away from the candy. Then it would be okay to help them stay on track by pointing out the candy in hand they're about to take a bite of. If you're not sure, ask your partner how you can help them with their goals and what not to do here. Do not point out their failures. If they slipped up somewhere, trust me, they already know it. Do not try to derail them. Maybe the goal that they're setting isn't something that you're trying to set for yourself. Or maybe you think it's taking time away from you, but that's not being supportive. Maybe their self-improvement plan is an inconvenience to you. Just don't be selfish about it. If it's important to them, you've got to support them. So now I've told you how to be a supportive partner. What if... It is your partner who isn't being supportive to you. What do you do? 
besides have them listen to this show? Well, you've got to communicate. Don't expect your partner to just know that you need more support. If you need something, you have to spell it out. People don't always pick up on hints. So don't just say, honey, I need you to be supportive. Well, they don't know what that means exactly. But you know what you need to feel supported. So what is that for you? Think about it. What do you need from your partner that will help you feel like you're getting the support you need? Okay, now tell your partner that. Explain and even write it down for them. And trust me, your partner will appreciate that more because now they'll know exactly what they need to do to make you feel better. And don't expect your partner to get it right the first time. It might take a while, but when your partner hits the mark, say so. Let them know that whatever they just did was really helpful to you. And then that will make them wanna do it more. Now, I also need to talk about a couple more things. A couple of other ways to be supportive in a blended family that I think are important that don't have to do with your partner. So the first is be a supportive step parent. This is simple, maybe not always simple to do, but a simple idea. If you're a step parent, just be the best step parent you can be. Your stepchild has their bio parents, hopefully both, but if not, at least one. You're a bonus parent you can be in a favorable position. You get to be the one who doesn't necessarily make all the rules and punishments, but you can be that extra shoulder or a confidant. They may come to you with problems that they don't want to take straight to their parent. And aside from that, you can just be another loving parent to cheer them on, help them through school or with their personal problems, watch them grow up. It's pretty awesome, so make sure you get involved. You don't have to take a back seat, get in there. And I am aware that for some of you, it's difficult if you're dealing with a child who doesn't like you or an ex who makes it hard for you to be involved. But be supportive to your stepchild in whatever capacity you can. And the other important area of support in a blended family is to be supportive to the ex-spouse. Uh, There are some of us who love the ex and some who don't, but that doesn't matter. The ex is still that child's parent, whether we like it or not. And it'll make things easier if we show support to the ex. We may agree with their parenting style or their overall character as a person, or maybe we won't. So what do I mean? Well, I don't mean child support, although that is necessary. I mean to be a supportive co-parent. That means don't undermine the ex. It means don't badmouth the ex to the kids. It means trying to get on the same page or similar when it comes to the rules and discipline. Now this is really about the kids here and they don't do as well when their parents are constantly going against each other. And remember that being supportive to an ex doesn't mean they win or you lose or that you gave in, again, focus on the kids and what is best for them. There are no winners when the kids get hurt. And I should also mention that when you support your partner's ex, you're also supporting your partner. It takes a lot of stress away from someone when both their partner and ex can get along. So that 
is what I have for you today on how to be a supportive partner. I know that if you can both work on this, your relationship will improve. We all need support. Blended families are tough. I will tell you that with teenagers in the house, we need it now more than ever. The kids in our house outnumber us, and if we didn't have one another as a strong support system, we would have crumbled by now. When you're a strong team, you can do anything. So I hope today's show helped you, and if there's anything you want to add, please feel free to comment on the show notes there or shoot me an email. And don't forget, I'll need your questions soon if you want me to include them on the upcoming listener question show. Next week, I'm going to help you become a peacemaker in your home. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am truly blessed to have such wonderful listeners. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.